I just recorded you going. I think you were going to the bathroom with a bunch of cookie in your mouth singing, Who can it be now? I just saw a meme of the song. Yes. You know those toy, those toy instruments? I have like all the pipes that you can make like go which, which way. Oh. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, but... well the meme was... Who can it be now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway, yes, I had lots of cookie in my mouth. <clears throat> Were you ready? Because I'm recording. <sighs> yes. So welcome. I... Welcome. To welcome. The, to the final cup Hello, cup-pot. you've entered the last... No. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> Is your brain working today? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying to cut out as little as possible from this episode to give I'm the people sorry. a Christmas well, present. Well, it's not my fault that you made me have a laughy thing, and now I'm going to be continuously laughing throughout. Who could it be now? <laughs> burr, burr, burr. Who could it be now? It's us, the Final Cup Hello, Pod. and welcome to Why are you the interrupting Final me? Podcast. <laughs> I'm Stacy. Midwest Stacy. Hello, no. Midwest Stacy. No! I'm Stacy, and this is my final co host, Kobe. Your final co host. I just need to say that on this episode, we're doing our top 10 of the decade and the top 10 of the year, and I wrote everything on paper, so if you hear me shuffling my paper, I'm so sorry. Dude, I'm gonna cry. I'm crying. Do, do we need to take a pause for you to finish your song? I'm fine. Alright. So, in 2010. I don't think you're ready. So we're doing the best of the decade first, correct? And then we're going to do the best of 2019. Yes, but after we go over the best of the decade, we're going to kind of go over all the movies of the decade. Because there's just more than ten. Yes, I need to tell you now that I'm insanely bad at like making top tens and picking favorite things because I've never had favorites. It's really hard for me to like actually make a decision. So take my lists with a grain of salt. I have a top ten of 2019, but I don't have a top ten of the decade. I have like a top 15. And actually every movie I wrote down that I remember that is... Of the genre of the last Well, decade. instead of the top 15, why don't you <clears throat> cut the last five off and be like, No, these. I cannot. I mean, you can. No, because I can't pick which ones are better. We're not, no. Just don't even go there. Mm-hmm. So why don't you go first? No, right. I want to go first. I'm okay, going first. Okay, ladies first. Yes. Did you My know the original? Did you know Home Alone 2 was only at 33%? It was bad. My top <laughs> list... Uh, well, Donald Trump was in it. My top list of the decade... In not really a precise order. What is your number 10? Oh, we're going from the bottom up. Yeah. Okay, well, I told you I don't have 10s. So, 
Like, you'll say your The Conjuring was in the last decade, and that was a good Exorcist movie. So The Conjuring, the original... Is like 15, number 15. Oh. 12? Do I have 12? I think I have 12. 12. Okay, so that would be like number 12. So what would your 11 be then? Um... (laughs) Just so you can get it out of the way and we'll call it an honorable mention. Okay, these are honorable mentions. The Conjuring... Though. I don't even know why you picked The Conjuring. Probably it did set it, it did set off this big well, universal. That's what I mean. Like for instance, also on my top of the decade is The Cabin in the Woods. Okay, but we'll get to that. I guess and we don't know what number. Turbo Kid. Okay, but and stop. Okay. What is your number ten? Um, Are you still putting your list together as we speak? Well, I told you. You said you said the ones that I had. I could just kind of number. Yeah, but we'll we'll do our top ten, and then we'll go back and talk about all these other movies that played through the decade. Okay, fine. Then my number ten is. (laughs) The cabin in the woods. That's my number ten. The cabin in the woods. Is there any reason why? It was good. It was funny. It was was an ode to all genre films. Yes. I didn't like it the first time I saw it. Neither did I! I don't think a lot of people made fun of it, but it's so great. And then I rewatched it, and then I I liked it way more. So, your number 10 is Cabin in the Woods. Yes. My number 10 is Under the Skin. Okay. The Jonathan Glazer movie with Scarlett Johansson as an alien. But tell me this. It's literally just to make her a sexual object the again. The score is amazing. Okay, but you can't just like say this is the best movie because of the score. No, I like the movie as well. Like I thought that the I score like Scarlett Johansson's the, Bush. The, <laughs> the score of the movie is just like made it a thousand times creepier. And then 18 Visions used it when I saw them in 2018 as a sample. Okay. so my number 10 was under the skin what's your number nine Uh, i guess my number 10 is witching and bitching no number nine i guess my number nine is (laughs) witching and bitching and that, what year was that? Was that 2013? That was in 2013. And I absolutely love that movie. It's very interesting. I also like the movie that they did after it called The Res. That was more under, I don't know if you even ever watched it. The Res? No, that's not what it's called. It's called The... <laughs> the Bar? The Bar, yes. El Bar. That was a great movie also. Not as good as Witching and Bitching. Oh. Witching and bitching was a thing, yo. It was fun. I liked it. I remember. I think we watched it in the basement. Your basement. My basement. Yes. Yes. And it was directed by Alex de la Iglesia. I remember really liking it. I know I love it. Three point one on Letterbox. Pretty favorable for it's a horror film. It's at eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, like usually when you're on Letterbox, like a lot of movies that are like three point one, three point two. You know, you know, like 3.5 and under are kind of like those 70, 80% movies on Rotten Tomatoes. So it, it. It's a feminist movie. 
Well, in my opinion. Where can you find this movie? Well, back then it was on Netflix. Did we watch it on Netflix or did we rent it? I believe it? so. I thought we rented it. Oh, maybe. Well, then for a while after we watched it, it was on Netflix. Uh, if you want to find Witching <laughs> and Bitching, you're going to have to find it on like, probably like Amazon Prime, something like that. I don't know of any streaming. So your number nine was Witching and Bitching. Very interesting. My number nine is your next. That is also on my list. Where'd it go? Uh, well, we'll get to it when it comes up on your number. I hope you know that I have many... If we have many crossovers, that's fine. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I'm telling you, I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 on my top. And I'm, I'm thinking I'm going in order, but I'm probably not. So sorry if I end up at 1 and I have another 1. Another one. Can I have a top three that all? What do you need? Like a one a a one b and a one c? Are they all Korean? Two out of three are yes. So you're next. I remember we saw it at the Valpo Sinmark. It was like the first time. Like I I think you met my parents that night. Yeah, you were all like you like stopped me before walking in. You're like, they're weird. Just to let you know, because you were so scared. Yeah. Well, first impression. They're weird. I was fucking weird as shit. Your parents are normal. They're too normal. <laughs> your next was great. I mean, final girl scene. Your ne yeah, so your next was my number eight. Oh, okay. Really? So that kind of plays into... No, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Directed by Adam Wingard, who's done nothing lately. He's doing the new Godzilla movie, I believe. The guest. Recently. I know, but remember when we were like super excited of that Woods movie coming out because Adam Winger was doing, and then Adam Winger Blair Witch. Yeah, it was a Blair Witch, and then he did the the Death Note movie that's on Netflix, which I don't know anything about. But he's supposed to be doing Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, so why doesn't he do some horror movies? I mean, I get, I guess when when you boil it down, like Godzilla and King Kong are like creature features in a way, so it's kind of like. It, it touches the horror genre a little bit, so. So your number eight was your next. You're not allowed to change it. Once well, you tell me. I know, but I have 13. We'll save the and other three for the end. Well, I already said some of them, though, on accident. Well, you need to stop being a big mouth and Well, no, like so ruining I the element of surprise. I just mean, I think The Cabin in the Woods and The Conjuring were my 12 and 13. And 11. No, that's in my top. Okay, okay. Just let's move on. What's your, your number eight? You're next, right? Okay. Is that what I said? Yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to change it last second. My number eight? It follows. Nightcrawler. Oh, I forgot about Nightcrawler. Fuck. Now, a lot of people are going to sit here and say, Nightcrawler's not really a horror film. Bitch, it's a genre film. That movie was amazing. It played Toronto Film Fest. That was Fest. when you became in love with him, with uh, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yes, okay. I would broke back mountain with him. You are a weenie. And this was directed by Dan Gilroy, who also did Velvet Buzzsaw. Which was not as good as Nightcrawler. Yes. Absolutely but not. Nightcrawler, I believe it's on Netflix. If you haven't watched it yet, it's so sick. All it is is Jake Gyllenhaal trying to get like the goriest, juiciest details of like accidents and photographs of gory 
at, like scenes and murders and everything. Nightcrawler. So much that he. He would do anything to get those pictures and videos. Are we not spoiling these movies, even though they're old as shit? No, because there are some people out there that may have not seen these movies. Okay. So my number eight, Nightcrawler. Number seven, please. Um. Number. I think my number seven is. Deathgasm. All right. Horns up. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is sick. There's flying dildos. It's funny. When, that was what, 2015? It's a meme. There's a meme worthy. That was... 2015. Jason Lee Howden directed it, who also <laughs> did Guns Akimbo, which may end up in someone's list later on. Maybe. Foreshadowing? I don't know. But you you know Deathgasm. Who hasn't seen Deathgasm? Any of our friends that listen to Hardcore Metal have seen Deathgasm. And if you haven't... You should watch it. What have you been doing for the past five years? So... Moving on. My number seven is... It's probably my number six. The Witch. Oh, no. I didn't put that on my list. Oh, wow. I'm not a fan. Hmm. I chose The Witch. Robert Eggers' directorial debut. Baby gets murked. Goat goes crazy. Black Phillip goes crazy. It's a great movie. It's a very good, accurate period piece, and it's a good film. I just didn't put it on my list because I didn't enjoy that movie. Robert Eggers is going to be the man that makes all of these period piece movies. Like, he did The Lighthouse, which was a period piece movie. His The Northman, which is going to be a Viking was movie. Northman? No. Why? <laughs> With Alexander yes. Skarsgård? That's Eric Northman. That's why, they, that's why he decided to name it The Northman. But I can't wait for to watch this, whether it be at like Toronto or something. I cannot something. fucking wait. I like Vikings. It's going to be amazing. So my number seven was The Witch. What is your number six? Turbo Kid. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Turbo Kid. I didn't even put that. Well, I put it like... Because you're stupid. I put it honorable mentions. Oh. Oh. What? What's wrong with that? You said well, I, I like it because we we have different tastes. Do you want to talk about Turbo Kid or I love Turbo Kid and I wish that their next movie had been as good as Turbo Kid. Summer of 84? Yes. And they're awesome people too. Yes, we they listen got to good music. we got to see them. I actually I think I talked to them very briefly when we saw them cuz one was wearing a full of hell beanie. Where are they beanie. from again? They're from Canada. Canada. Uh one one was wearing a full of hell beanie, and the other one was wearing a nails beanie. And I was just like, "Hey guys, I like your beanies." And I, I honestly had no idea who they were. I just thought they were just like these metal kids at no, Sundance. No, knew who they were before that. I looked no, them up on Twitter. I oh, did I not know they what were. they looked like. And then they announced that, "Hey, here are the directors of Summer of '84 who've done Turbo Kid," and I was like, "Oh, that's them." Summer of '84 was, it was all right. It's watchable. It's very Stranger Thingies. It's not. Kids they on bikes. I say that because of the kids on the bike. <laughs> oh, I lost track of where we are. Number six? Yes. My number six. Is my number five. How do you know? What is it? Green Room. Yep, that's it! <laughs> <laughs> Green Room. That is a great movie. We actually saw that with our friends came out to the movies. That was like the one of the last times they all came out with us. No, it was just me, you, and Davey. I thought Kevin was with us. No. 
Kevin oh, came with us. Kevin came with us when we saw Tusk. I know that's on there. That's on my list. Not a top. But this was directed by Jeremy Saulnier, and he's done Blue Ruin and he did Hold the Dark. We were waiting for another movie for him to. He already announced his new movie that's coming, and I believe it's going to be another Netflix movie. But we were waiting for another color because we got Blue Ruin, we got Green Room. What about? Well, he already broke that. So well, that was Hold the new. Dark. It's it's a shade of color. It is absolutely not a shade. It's light and dark. Darkness. All right. Well, everybody should know Green Room. I mean, it, it starred Anton Yelchin and Imogen Poots. I finally figured out how to say her fucking name instead of Imogen Poots like a fucking dumbass like I am. It's yes, you Imogen. Are. You actually mispronounce a lot on our podcast, but I just let you go on. Whatever. <laughs> and Patrick Stewart is the head Nazi. Punk rockers versus Nazis. Punk rockers are always going to win. So my number five, well, your number five, you said was Green Room. Yes. My number five, Shin Godzilla. Oh, I forgot about Shin Godzilla. That movie is so good. See, we we see that would have been on my list. I think. We like to put. Well, I I see when I was sitting down making my list, I was like, yeah, Shin Godzilla is not horror, but it's creature, and it's in that genre bending part. But a lot of people that watch horror would watch Shin, Shin Godzilla. So, number five is Shin Godzilla. The best Godzilla been out there for the past <laughs> 20 years? Sure, yes. Okay, can we... Why, why didn't we do our honorable mentions first? Because usually it. you talk about them afterwards because it's like, hey, I forgot right, these fine, movies. Fine, fine. My number four oh? is oh? What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, that's an honorable mention for me. How could that be an honorable mention? Because it's... I because I put in the genre bending movies and it, it kind of seems like you didn't like you kind of left them I out did. like you left Shin Godzilla I out. I just forgot about Shin Godzilla. It was hard for me to find. There was one the time when we were supposed to see Shin Godzilla at the AMC River East during the Chicago Film Fest, and she wanted to eat instead of seeing Shin Godzilla. That's not true. Yes, it is. Well, I was hungry probably. <laughs> Anyway, there is a man in Shin Godzilla who is in my number two movie. I already know number what your number one two movie. is. My bad, my oh. number one movie. Then I already know what it is. No, you don't. Yes, I do. So, yes, What We Do in the Shadows was my number four. It was super good. It was a good vampire movie. It was funny as fuck. It is funny. I wish we had time to sit down and watch the TV show. I bet it's not even nearly I as good. I heard it's still pretty fucking funny. But it cannot be that good. That was good. That was the first time you ever took me to the music box. So it was just such a great experience. And I remember it well. Well, that was your number four, right? Yeah. My number four is also something we've seen at the music box. It follows. It is. It follows. <laughs> and this is... Uh... Can I say something? I decided to bump... It follows was on my top ten and I put it in honorable mentions. Wow. This was directed by David Robert Mitchell, who also did Under the Silver Lake, which is really good, which you still haven't watched, which you should have. Mika Moreau, running from who knows what. An STD. Is that what it was? It's been so many years since we watched it. Well, they were, the people were trying to say that it was like metaphoric for An STD. STDs, because like you had sex with the that's how you Oh, that's it. right, that's right, yeah. But this came out in 2014. I don't think we watched it till 2015. Or maybe it was like 2013. It played the festivals. 2014, it came out and we saw it at the music box. Maybe, maybe. We also saw it with my late great friend Dan Bond. Rest in peace. I just remember 
us going to see it. And he was like, hey, man, you going to see it? Files, I want to come too. And I was like, cool, dude, just meet me up there. My, my number list four. Is completely out of order. My number I'm four. So sorry. It follows. All right. So this was supposed to be low on our list, but now it is my number three because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my list is messy, but raw. Honorable mention. Yeah, that was a, such a good movie. I love the part where she's looking at herself in the mirror, and I love all of it. The song that was playing when she was putting on yeah, like her you lipstick. Yeah, found it for me. Yes. Yeah, I, I should find it again, and we should put it at that the end is of this episode. A great <laughs> cannibal movie. Some people didn't like it because they thought it was art housey. I really didn't think it was very much. Like it was so fucking good. Uh, this was directed by Julia Ducanor. I remember. Do you remember? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. That, so that that ended up. It says six next to it, so it was supposed to be lower on my list somewhere, but my list is fucked up. But this was like the 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 girl was trying to be a vet, and she's a vegetarian, and then this hazing thing brought out some weird cannibalistic thing. But they found out that it's actually hereditary from their mom. Yes. And the director that also did Raw has that new movie coming out that's going to be out via Neon called Titan. Can't wait for that. It's probably going to... I don't know when it's going to be out. Maybe at the end of the year or probably early next year from I what really I read. I really can't wait for um, my top one and two of this list. Because they're like some of my... that After I, I saw these two films... I feel like... My number three probably didn't even end up on your list for some reason. All right, what? My number three, Hereditary. Oh. <laughs> that is on my list, but I forgot I have this whole other... Oh, shit! Okay, you guys, I'm sorry, no. My number... <laughs> Just bump all those down. Because I have a number three, and it is not raw. It's Assassination Nation. Oh. <laughs> That's weird. How is that weird? Do you not understand how obsessed I am with that movie? I understand that you're obsessed with that movie. We saw this movie at Sundance 2018. Uh, it was directed by the guy that did Euphoria TV show. Hereditary I... was... See, look, I have Assassination Nation and Hereditary as one and two, but my one and two are something different, so... Those oh. were up there on my list. Hereditary was up there on my list. Directed by Sam Levinson. He is a girl ally. You know, this is the four girls. Odessa Young, Suki Waterhouse, Harry Neff, and Abra. Secrets get leaked out on the internet. The whole town goes batshit crazy. There's a scene of from this movie in our intro, podcast intro. Oh, yeah. That's how important it is. <laughs> We saw it twice, actually. We saw it at Sundance last year, and then we saw it when it, came out, when it came out in theaters. And surprisingly, it played at Hobart. And then those two guys left literally five minutes before the movie end. Yeah, and they and missed like, the fucking... They missed like, literally what happened. <laughs> who did? Who done it? Yeah. So, you can find... I think this is on Hulu, I believe. Yes, it is. And I own the Blu-ray, I'm sure. Oh my god, it's so good. But my, your number three was Assassination Nation. Yeah. And mine was... And Hereditary. Hereditary. <laughs> so you have a 3A and 3B? I have... My mess. My, my list is a mess. But okay. I promise you that I do actually have a solid top 10 of 2019 now. Okay. But I'm unhappy about it. So what's your number two? So my number two is Train to Busan. Okay. The best fucking movie ever. Okay. 
If, if it's the best movie ever, why is it not number one? Because my number one is The Wailing. They're both the best movies oh. ever. See. That, that, that year for movies was so good. Korean films were so good. Okay, so your number two was Train to Busan. Sure, yes. That was my number that one. That movie tore my ass up. I mean, I, I was kind of indifferent about my one and two position. Me too. And in a way, they both could have flip-flopped, but my Same. number two is I Saw the Devil. Okay. And then my number one was Train to Busan. What's there to say? Train to Busan sequel, Peninsula coming? <sighs> I Saw the Devil was probably one of the sickest movies I've seen in the past 20 years. I like I Saw the Devil a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Well, it's only I I have 3 movies written down from 2010 and I saw the devil was one of them. That's fine. I mean, like this is the time now where we get into the honorable mentions part because Wait, but if you haven't seen The Wailing or Train to Busan, you need to fucking watch it. They're both if you on don't Netflix. Like it, you're uncultured swine. They're both on Netflix, I think. They were for a long time. I believe The Wailing might be actually on Shudder. And hopefully someone got you a Shudder subscription for Christmas. Maybe. <laughs> but those were our top ten for the decade. That was sort of my top ten. Now, for a span of ten years, there was Hold just... up a second. What? I have this in my top ten. Top what the fuck? And you didn't... Wait. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Just, just take a time out and chill. We'll get to it. Well, Blue Ruin, though. I thought you were going to put that in your top ten, you said. No, I put Green Room. Okay. I like Green Room better. The decade's so long. It was 10 years of movies, and we probably saw 500 movies of just genre by itself. And then you became a drama. And now drama I man. just want to watch all the dramas in the world, so <laughs> the Final Cut podcast is turning into the Final Cut drama podcast. No, it's not, but... Okay. 2010. A great movie. That I love a lot and still think about. Oh, yeah? Is Troll Hunter. That was 2010. I thought it was later than that. Well, maybe it was 2011, but it came up as 2010. So oh. that was when it Well, I mean, if, if it played like a festival in 2010, it still right. counts. That movie was so fucking good. You know what movie I almost put on my top 10 list, hmm. but it was literally just outside of it, was The House of the Devil. Was that 2009? 2009. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh man, House of the Devil, I think it got the uh, Blu-ray release in 2010, that's why. An amazing horror comedy from 2010. Tucker, Tucker and Dale, Dale versus, versus Evil. <laughs> I knew it. I totally <laughs> knew it. And then I saw The Devil. I have that on there too. I have no other movies on here from 2010 to talk about. I, I didn't think 2010 was that great of a year. It wasn't. So, but, and then in 2011 is when we they had The Cabin in the Woods. You're next. Well, your next was a festival movie okay, in so 2011. But we didn't see. Remember, we didn't see it until we started. Oh right, dating. so it was definitely 2012. Yeah, no, 13. Oh. It got shelved for a while. I don't okay. know why. Okay. Well, in 2011, I also have something that we watched when we were dating. So I don't know if it actually came out in 2011. Kill list. Yeah, we watched it at the apartment. So 2012, though I think. Yeah, I think it got that. Uh, I think it got a Sundance release in 2011. That is a fucked up movie. If you want to watch that, I was almost so. gonna put that at number ten. The Innkeepers. That was before me and you. It was talked. 2011. Yep, I remember. It was okay. 
I saw that at the music box in the small screening room. Yes. In 2012 is when we started getting all these anthologies of horrors. That's when ABCs of Death was that and it for, was that Was that it for 2011? That's all I have. I think you forgot one of the biggest movies of 2011. Well, maybe it was dumb and I didn't like it. The Human Centipede 2. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I remember everybody at the apartment, uh, the very first one, we all went to the Human Centipede 2 screening. We got a barf bag. We got a staple remover. And something else. And the two people in front of us were finger-banging each other. And okay, you don't know that. Like, legit. Yo, you, we knew they were. If Davey listened to this, he would text me and be like, yeah, I remember them finger-banging each other in front of us. And it was just fucking weird. How do you forget the human to be too? I didn't forget it. Out of I the, just, out of I don't the, remember where I watched. Out that. of the trilogy, that's probably the, that best, the best one, one yeah. because it's the most gruesome, and it was in black and white, which was really weird. The third one was so stupid. I, I don't even think any of us finished watching it. Even existed. That was the jail one, right? Yeah, and the first one was like first one is good. First one was like kind of slow and boring, but <laughs> once it got into the centipede part, it was cool. But yeah, like I was saying, in 2012, I think is when, that is when ABCs of Death and VHS came out. And so then after that, there were so many horror anthologies. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't like those anthologies. It, it See, with the anthology part, it's like some of the segments were good, some of the segments were bad. Right, which I think is cool. But I just don't, like, ABCs of Death especially, though, is like at a 37% of Rotten Tomatoes. And I don't think it deserves that low. Each letter was different. You're trying like, to think creative. of like 26 different little short films and i mean no they're all done by different people yeah yeah i mean it's like some some of these uh segments made by some of these directors like had like they progressed them into a full feature and then some of the storylines like i think we'll talk about vhs2 i don't remember what year but the safe haven should have been a full length movie that was vhs2 not one yeah VHS 2 had the Safe Haven one. Right. I remember the first one had the Succubus. Yes. And the girl was like, I like you. Yeah. But um, also in 2012 is the battery. And so we weren't going to talk about trailers or um, news in this episode. We were going to save it for the next one since it was going to be so long talking about our top movies. But we posted the trailer for... After, uh, after Midnight? Which is done by the people that did the battery, but the battery was a really only half. Good... It was only Jeremy Gardner that did after midnight. Yeah, um, but we posted that trailer and I saw it. Yeah. Fantastic. The battery Fest. was a really good movie, though. It was a it's just a zombie movie, but it's not like the other zombie movies. And that's the one where the guy jerks off to the zombie titties. Well, it's like a which really turned me on. Well, the battery is basically like. The pitcher and the catcher from whatever baseball team they were playing, and that's what they—that's a terminology that they used. And all they're trying to do is survive. And you know, it's like this low-budget zombie film, and I really liked it. I think I bought the Blu-ray for it. And we watched it at the apartment. We made a triple feature out of that day. Yeah, I remember that was when we saw the guest, and then we saw Tusk. Yes. I was like, "Hey, what do you want to do today?" And you were like, "I don't know." I was like, "I don't. Know. Let's go see the guest." And all these old people were there. Yeah, that was so funny. I think that was um, the first time I took you to the AMC River East. It was. East. It was. I remember it clearly, too. That's why I see those two. Now we go there all the time. Yeah. Now it's. Now I see it completely differently. 
<laughs> uh, the next good horror comedy that came after Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, do you remember when we watched 100 Bloody Acres? That was 2012. I slightly remember it. He was like a delivery truck driver. I don't remember much about it, but... It was good, though. Excision. That was I watched it. I didn't... It was okay. It's a good movie. That had, like, Tracy Lords in it or something. Uh-huh. He, uh, the person that did Excision did something else, too. Uh, uh, was it the guy that did Tone Deaf? And Tone Deaf was not good. Yeah, Tone Deaf was not good. Not Yeah, Richard Bates Jr. did Excision. Oh, and he also did Trash Fire, but that's later Trash on. Trash Fire is decent. I don't think I wrote that down. I forgot oh, about okay. it. okay. No worries. I have no other 2012 things to mention. 2012? Besides, we started dating. Oh, no, we didn't, technically. Never mind. Was that, a, was that a that horror? Was, was that a horror <laughs> film? No. Well, we started dating at the end of 2013. We started talking in 2012, and I made you watch Compliance. <laughs> yeah, that movie fucked me up. That's one of those movies that make me sick. And you're, like, snoring next to me, and I'm just stuck here watching this movie, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Also, in 2012, we got Sinister. Okay, I purposely don't write those movies down. But Sinister I'm, was okay. I'm just Sinister talking, like, movies from that year in general. Sinister was okay in my book. Yeah, it was. Um, the Woman in Black. <laughs> I did not watch that show. I, I, we went to the... Uh, all of us at the apartment went to the theaters to see it. Because that used to be like a thing. Like All of us would be like, hey, what are we seeing tonight? Let's go see it. And I remember it being not good. Um, American Mary. That was 2012? Yep. Oh. Uh, Barbarian Sound Studio, which director Peter Strickland did in Fabric. Ended up on my top ten, top fifteen of last year, Frankenweenie. Um, what? That is a child's movie. Doesn't matter. It's about zombie dog. <laughs> I re- I think I remember what taking my niece to it. You did. You took Eve there. Yeah, Resolution. Um, uh, of Justin Benson and uh, uh, why can't I think of the other guy's name? <laughs> Aaron Moorhead. Yeah, the guys that did uh. The Endless and Synchronic, Lords of Salem. <laughs> okay, I definitely am not putting that shit on here. <laughs> uh, Prometheus. We're supposed to be talking about things that are worth talking about, Grubby. I'm just, I'm just going down the list of just other things. How did you forget? 2012, big movie for you. The Chernobyl mo- Diaries. Oh my God, that was your movie. <laughs> Okay, so when Grubby and I became Facebook friends, the first thing we ever spoke about was movies, and he... Is that how I won your heart? Absolutely not. You weren't even trying to win my heart. Maybe my vagina. You weren't even trying to win that yet, I don't think. I mean, this was very early on. This was like... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, you commented (laughs) about Chernobyl Diaries, because we were both going to see it that day. And you also... I had hope for it. You are, so did I. So I love Chernobyl. Diaries. It had like this good premise because it I had to deal with about the Chernobyl, yeah. yeah the Chernobyl incident, and it was just not good. It, I think it was like towards the tail end of that like found footage. I went era. with my friend Jill, and she screamed so fucking loud, out loud, when the, the bear theater. came out. Yes, when the bear came out, which I didn't even think was a thing. People actually <laughs> screaming out loud. Um. Yeah, and you also gave me your f- the first ever movie suggestion. It was a bad movie. 
by the way. No. Yes, it was. No. Yes, it has a low Rotten Tomato score. It's a no, shit movie. I was I just trying to slide into your DMs. You weren't. And it's successful. No. I was successful. No. You we didn't even sign into my DMs like till a year later. We also have The Devil Inside, which they made you go... Remember they made you go online to see the ending to it or whatever? The explanation? A lot of people were pissed about that. Um, Paranormal Activity 4. Uh, mm. <laughs> well, in 2013 is when The Conjuring came, and Blue Ruin, and Witching and Bitching. We are what we are. I remember seeing that at the music box. Um, that was also when all the horror remakes started. Carrie and Evil Dead remake came oh, that God, year. Oh, God, the Carrie remake. And then once that happened, they just kept coming. Wolf Creek 2 we got that year. Hey, Wolf Creek 2 was sick. Yeah, it was. We because I love Mick Taylor. And another thing that fucking started in 2013 is the Purge movies. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, I watched that. Because the, the Purge could have been cool. And that first movie was just not good. And so I never saw any of the other ones. Well, we also got... Bad Milo came in 2013. Oh, the poop monster. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, it's about a monster that lives in this guy's butthole and comes out when he gets upset and eats people. And becomes a pet. And he's really cute. Well, 2013, we also got Insidious Chapter 2. Yeah, I did not put those Insidious movies. Uh, Mama? <laughs> Mama? Did you I ever watch Mama? I put shitty movies on here. Actually, Mama actually was was a sixty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oculus. I do think I saw that. That was the mirror one. Mm-hmm. We also got I Spit on Your Grave too. And, Pussy Maggot movie. Contracted. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Was that the Maggot. was that the first one or was that the second one? No, That's the second one. The, the second one, one was yeah. a bad one. Yes. We also got The Sacrament. Oh, that was 2013, yeah. I remember clearly when we watched that. It was okay. It was alright, yeah. Uh, Bad Milo, which... Do you remember Warm Bodies? It was the comedy, the like, romantic comedy about the guy. You watched it by yourself at the apartment without me. No, that I watched it on a flight. Oh, yeah, that's right. Weren't you going to England? I think I was going to Europe. That's what I meant. Yeah. England? <laughs> I think 2013 was not that great of a year either. Hatchet, I think 2014 was great. Hatchet 3. We also got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Don't remember that. But I think that had like some shitty people in it. I think it had some like whack-ass rapper. 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh so, moving on to 2014, when we saw Tusk. <laughs> I don't care. I that am, movie is awesome. I am a... Tusk, backer. Same. Kevin and I Smith. I know some other people too. A lot of people will be like, "That movie was so stupid." I'm like, "Yo, he got turned into a walrus. Justin Long crazy. got turned into a walrus." And he was like, mm, mm. "I think on the next episode, the when we do the uncut gems episode, we're gonna I'm gonna give you the po uh, the trailer to post for Justin Long's new movie I saw at Fantastic Fest called The Wave. Oh. And it has Donald Faison who was on. That Scrubs TV show, something like that. 2014, we got some horror comedies, also cooties. Cooties is fun. A lot of people don't like fun, though. Dead Snow 2, which was actually really good. When was Dead Snow 1? 2009? It wasn't in the decade. Oh, it wasn't? Yeah, so uh. maybe 2009. And also Zombievers, which was surprisingly really good. 
Now, now there was something about Zombievers that was funny was you just thought it was like this cheesy, low-budget comedy. Yeah, it wasn't. It was and good. it played Tribeca Film Fest. So it was like one of those fest movies. And I was like, usually when we go, we're like, oh, this should be pretty good. 90% of the time they are. Zombievers was a surprise. It was really good. I it's remember, like at a 69 or 70%. I have that Blu-ray and it's great. <laughs> what We Do in the Shadows. That was, yeah, Life After Beth, which I just recently watched. I don't know what that is. It's like Aubrey Plaza as a, I think she dies and she comes back to life. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we I also got Late Phases, which was a good werewolf movie. I don't remember much about it. but late You phases, really liked it. No, Late Phases I liked. Oh, okay. I was just saying, I, I was backtracking to uh, Life After Beth. We also got... Starry Eyes. Yes. That almost made the top ten. It almost made my top ten also. I wanted to put it on there, but it just wasn't. Um, and The Babadook came that year. which Festival-wise, but it didn't come out until 2015. All right, fine. Housebound. Housebound was cool. It's a really good movie. Yes. Housebound was like that Australian... Uh, it Follows. It was good an Australian movie. comedy, horror, ghost lives in the walls. But it was a good movie. We got a Annabelle. Okay, I told you I wasn't putting those <laughs> shitty movies on there. Two movies that sit at a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, It Follows, and A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Remember we were supposed to see A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night at the Cisco Film Center? Yes, it was sold out. that was out. the first time we were supposed to go. Instead, the first time we went was... The Love Witch. Yes. I was going to say the year after, but I think it was two years after. We got Clown. The Eli Roth movie. So, that was lackluster. <laughs> yeah. It looked so sick. Like, it should have been so good. It was alright, but... Uh, remember the movie I was talking to you about? The guys that... The Radio Science people that did Ready or Not? We also... That year, we got The Devil's Do. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember seeing that. I, I know. know we saw I it out here. I remember that, room, that movie so well. Because like, it I remember was so it bad. Meat. Yeah. And this was also the start of the computer screen only like the only like uh unfriended oh that came that year yeah hmm. we also got stage fright the remake we got back country i didn't watch it you watched it on netflix out there Did but I? it came out in 2014 oh with the bear yes yeah i feel like there's some other stuff that came out in 2014 that we saw but it's not honeymoon. Okay, that was a really good movie. Um, the the American one. Remember, there's two. Yeah, yeah, the American one. Yeah, that was a good movie. They're on their honeymoon, and it ended up being an alien movie. Yeah, which we didn't think was a thing at all. Like it was. Now, technically, this one's a festival movie from 2014, but it came out in 2015. Good night, mommy. Okay, worst. My worst movie of the decade is Goodnight Mommy and Wounds. Wow. No, okay, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Not the worst of the decade, but the worst, the most disappointing. The most overhyped. Movies that we thought were going to be really good and ended up being completely disappointing. Like, I like, thought Goodnight Mommy was good. overhyped. Wounds was just not good. Goodnight Mommy is not good. We also got Creep. That then, was 2014? Yeah. That was good. But then they what made... What year was The Gift? 16. Okay. Just wondering. I believe. And then Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. Which we also saw in theaters. Yeah. 
<laughs> Why did we go see that? Because you. Because you. <laughs> so is that pretty much it for 14? 2015 was better than I remember. That was Green Room and Turbo Kid and Deathgasm. We also had The Devil's Candy. That was when The Invitation came, which was a really good Netflix hit. Bone Tomahawk. Baskin. Bone Tomahawk almost made my top ten. Really? Baskin? That was cray cray. Boshkin. We are still here. Remember that? That was... Oh yeah, the, the guy did Mohawk as well. The Final Girls we got that year, which was a really good comedy horror comedy. That was when The Witch also came. We also got The Human Centipede 3. Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, which actually, I guess, didn't do well and doesn't have a good score, but it was total, so enjoyable. It was fun. Yeah. It was literally like, it, it kind of reminded me of funny. Little Monsters in a way. was that movie, too. Was there? I think so. I don't remember. Oh, wait. That was the same year we saw Deathgasm, so maybe my brain is meshing them. Uh, but we also watched Nina Forever, which was a good movie. Oh, yeah. When the, the dead girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Nina Forever is like that UK movie that I bought. And we watched it on, like, Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, we also got Freaks of Nature. Yes. That which, was, that. yeah, that year was... Which like, was a lot of fun. It was a horror comedy where all these, like, vampires lived in one community, zombies lived in another, and then there was another, I think it was Aliens? And that has one of those girls in it that I get confused. Mackenzie Davis? Yes. Has to be Mackenzie Davis. <laughs> Do you got any more? I'm, I'm going to find this out. Just Google Freaks of Nature. No, I don't need to Google it. Oh, it's the vampire from True Blood who also plays the vampire in Freaks of Nature, who's also in Escape Room. It was humans, vampires, zombies, all living in one territory. And then they all coexist. Show me the photo. Of? The girl. The one that you always fuck up? The one from Freaks of Nature. Kenzie Davis? Is she in Freaks of Nature? Yes. Yes, it is! See? And, okay. <laughs> what else did we get? We got... Oh, I just lost it. We got Tales of Halloween and Southbound, two anthologies. Yeah. Uh, we got A Christmas Horror Story, another anthology. And... So many anthologies. The film festival screening of The Witch. I already said that. Crimson Peak. Guillermo yeah, del Toro's right. movie. And hashtag horror. I got, I got 15 minutes into it and turned it off because it was so <laughs> fucking bad. And the Poltergeist remake. Did we see that? No. I was going to say, I don't even remember that. I know it had Sam Rockwell on it. Poor Sam Rockwell. So. Oh, and The Visit. I didn't want, we didn't see The that. M. Night Shyamalan movie. Because it was like PG-13 and we're like, come on. Apparently it was good. Yeah, I did hear that it was good. 2000 and, um... Oh. 16. Yes. Train to Busan, Raw and the Wailing, my top three right there. No. Uh, Don't Breathe, which was amazing. Hush was amazing. Under the Shadow, amazing. Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah, but he... <laughs> after Under the Shadow, Babak Anvari, then he did Wounds. Yeah, what and... the fuck is up with that, man? Stay doing non-American. Stay doing non-American. <laughs> It was not that, good. I think that's racist. No, it's not. Towards means, Americans. Well, because yeah, we're American. Autopsy of Jane Doe, which was a pleasant surprise. That was, that's not a pleasant surprise. I kind of figured that would be good. I'm sorry. What I meant was 
what happened was a surprise. And oh, and the eyes cried. of my mother. No, I didn't cry. That girl next to us was like <laughs> sobbing. When the cat died, and then away. when no, when the dad died or whatever. And the cat. She wasn't crying because of the cat, though. Are you sure? Yes. Did you say lights out? No. What the <laughs> fuck, Grubby? I just remember. I, said, I, I just remember them taking the lights out short and then making it a full film. There were some great movies in 2016. Okay. Yes, the light short was good, and then they made this full length, and it was shit. You're right. Yes. The eyes of my mother. That we saw at the music box. Great movie. Yep. Wild movie. The Wild Neon movie. Demon. We were the only people in the theater. A lot of people hate on the Neon Demon. Which is bullshit because it was good as fuck. We I also was... got the new Blair Witch. Oh, did we? See, I don't have that on my list because I told you I wasn't putting bad movies on it. Uh, an amazing comeback of the body horror. The Void came out in 2016. Was that 16? Damn. A Dark Song. Okay. I am not a serial killer. That mm-hmm. was a good one. The Love Witch. I still don't understand how that's a I ninety-four. Don't, me either. It's like period Something like that. inaccurate. It was like it. It was like over overly feminist. It was a to very it was like artsy film. Fun of it. Well, that part was nice. The artsy stuff. And then we are the flesh. Love that movie. My favorite part is where he, where she period bloods into her brother's mouth. I wonder if that's still available on Shudder. But also we got the festival screening of Safe Neighborhood. Then screened later under a different name that we might get into in 2017. Hmm. Better watch out. What? Better watch out. What about it? It was I first space. called Safe Neighborhood. Oh, right, 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 right. And we watched that while we were at Disney World. Before we went to Disney World. No, we were at Disney World. No. We watched that in Super Dark Times. Super Dark Times was sick. Was that 17? That's 2017. Damn. So moving on to 2017. Well, you forgot The Shallows. Okay. <laughs> you didn't even watch that. I know. I watched like a terrible bootleg version with my dad here. And then Ouija, Origin of Evil, which I guess was supposed to be decent. I thought we were supposed to be talking about Honorable Mentions. Yo, it's our show. We do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> in 2017, we got Super Dark Times, which was a dark movie. That was also when we got Anna the Apocalypse, our favorite sing-along, and Tragedy Girls, which we saw as an apocalypse. Gerald's Game, the Stephen King adaption, which was a good Stephen King adaption. We also got Get Out that year, which I think was supposed to be on my top list. <laughs> it didn't make it? Yeah. Like at and, all? No, it, it was supposed to be on there. I think I forgot to highlight it. The Ritual we got that year, which we saw at Toronto, was our first Midnight Madness experience well, with the crowd. Well, a lot wild. of people would put that on 18 because it didn't okay. come out on... The Ritual is 2018, my bad. Well, no. Like, we saw it in 17, but since we are this roaming circuit of film goers... I need to say something about The Ritual that you're not going to understand, but I hope... Somebody who's listening, who has seen The Ritual, and who also watches Full Metal Alchemist. That I'm not going to understand? Yeah, you're not going to understand this, because you oh, don't watch anything cool. Okay. So, The Ritual. If anybody listening to this podcast has seen The Ritual, and also seen Full Metal Alchemist, when when Nina's dad it like fully turns into that creature, and his face is upside down, it looks like the monster in The Ritual. And I need somebody else to make that comparison. So hopefully somebody who's listening has seen both of those things. Uh, plus, I remember, too, when we first started doing 
like these reviews and everything back in 2017, we post about the ritual. And then a lot of our friends watched the ritual, and I think a majority of them liked it. That was one of the first movies we reviewed, wasn't it? Yeah, the first movie we ever reviewed was The, the Endless. Endless. But then once we got news of Netflix purchasing The Ritual, that's when we reviewed it. Mm. And then, like, because the, the first year that we went to Toronto Film Festival, 2017, you know, it was the quickest 48 hours ever. And The Ritual was the first movie we watched. And then we saw The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Um... Beast, which is available on Shudder. The Killing of a Sacred Deer was a disappointment. It was. But, I mean, it's still watchable. Oh, yeah. I know. And we watched... Um, God, what was that other movie that we both probably fell asleep during? The... The uh, um, Shadow Valleys of Shadows. Val- <laughs> Valley of Shadows? Yeah. Sorry. But anyway, we're, you're getting off topic. <laughs> 2017, we also saw Revenge. Mm-mm. Well, it came out in 2017. We saw it at the... Ohio. (laughs) Cleveland. At the Cleveland Film Festival. And we also saw the Cleveland Film Festival, one of the best movies ever, Tigers Are Not Afraid. 2017 release. But we saw it in 2018. I see it appearing on a lot of people's 2019 list. Good. So I'm glad for literally three years it ends up on people's top ten lists. What, you didn't put it on top ten? Top no, I'm saying oh no, because my next page of notes is a mess. Because you started spewing out all these movies from 2019. Sorry. 2018. Right? Th- that ready? was it? Well, we saw Mother in 2017. Yeah, but you put you made me put that on our 2019 list. So. Mother. What do you mean? Oh, Mother with what, Jennifer. What were you thinking? I am Mother. <laughs> No, not yes, the not mother. the sci-fi robot. The one that it's either you yes, loved, you liked it, neck. or you hated it. Right. Like my salesman hated it. A lot of people hated it, but it was a good movie. Was, we ran there. It was very meta. But the movie we saw before that was probably one of the sickest movies of the year. What? The Villainess. Oh God, yes. That's like my alter ego. How did you not put that in your list? Oh, you thought my top three, that was my top three. Literally, I'm surprised your entire decade wasn't all just Korean but films. I know, they were, though. They were all so good. Um, but also in 2017, just, you know, like, popular movies that came out was It. That was the big startup of Stephen King adaptations and how there's going to be 10,000 more because Stephen King's pretty much just like, hey, fuck it, I need some money. Just make this movie off of my book. <laughs> We also got It Comes at Night, which we found disappointing. I did. I thought you liked it. No, I I didn't like it either. I was very disappointed. Uh, Gerald's Game? I already said that. Oh, you did? Yeah, I said that was that that came before It. Happy Death Day, which we didn't even see until this year. <laughs> yeah, the first one is good. Yeah, the second one, no. <laughs> um, I remember we saw Alien Covenant in the theater and we didn't care for it. Well, again, I'm not a big sci-fi fan, so I haven't really, besides the original, watched any of that. And then uh, we got XX, the all-female anthology, anthology. Which was also sort of a disappointment. Life. What's that? With Ryan Reynolds, oh, Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal. Oh, that's, right, that's, right, that's right. Yeah, that was surprising when it was suddenly death. 
was like, oh, okay. We got Ed the Endless. Did you already say The Endless? I did not. The first movie we ever reviewed and you didn't mention it. Well, we we mentioned it. Mom and Dad, technically. Okay. okay. We were supposed to see that. Nick Cage making a comeback hard. Because in 2018, we got Mandy. 2019, we got Color Out of Space. We're talking about 2018 first. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, just Nicholas Cage. I'm the one that jumps the gun, and you're jumping it. Well, I'm connecting the pattern here. We got Mayhem. Is this 2017? 17 still. 17, I felt like it was a great year for movies. The Berlin Syndrome. Available on Netflix, I believe. I, I specifically remember that day also. There was a rat in that movie theater, yo. I'm telling you. <laughs> it was like scurrying around the feet. But like 2017 was the year that we started doing the film festivals. And we ate a lot of Buffalo Wild Wings. At the film festivals? <laughs> no. I was like, what? <laughs> but like that was also the first year, the inaugural year of Cinepocalypse, our quote-unquote local horror film festival. They had a lot of great movies. That first year was so good, and it was so sad because there was not a big audience. They didn't promote it well, I don't think. I'm still waiting on the uh, the the dates to be announced for 2000, for 2020. 2020. What a weird thing to say. Is that I was just teaching Luna about the Y2K bug and how, like, I was telling her how, like, one day she might learn about it in school because uh, they everybody was freaking out. About all the computers going to zero at, in the year 2000 and then nothing happened. Kids don't know about that. Kids don't know about 9-11. Luna knows about 9-11. A lot about it, actually. She's obsessed with history. Well, I mean, Dick So, Cheney 2018. Did it. <laughs> Was that it for 2017, though? Yes. Mandy. We saw that. At a film fest. It was fucking crazy. The thing about film fests is you pretty much know absolutely nothing about these films. So watching it is so cool and such a massive surprise. Because we also saw we saw Mandy and Hereditary that year. Yeah, we kicked off 2018 pretty hard. That was the first year we went to Sundance. Right. So we tried to hype those movies up a shit ton. And then you guys all got to see them. And you all also liked them a lot. Most. There was a few people that didn't like Mandy. Uncool people. Yeah, if you don't like Mandy or Hereditary. It was just crazy because we went to Hereditary thinking? <laughs> not thinking it was going to be a scary film. We literally just the saw the poster. The synopsis was like very and, brief. Yeah. About how, oh, the matriarch of this family died. Is she haunting them type thing. And it was insane. We also saw Assassination Nation that year. Tony Collette still waiting on her Oscar. Yes. Send that to her. Immediately. <laughs> 2018 is also when we got the Halloween remake. Yeah. And um, Annihilation. Yeah, and Annihilation, like, like it was a great film, but it busted so hard. Yeah, not a lot of people went and saw it. That bear was sick. Was fucked up. <laughs> it was like the screaming human voice coming out of it. Was I mean, that had up. what? Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson. Yes. I'm trying to think of You're who the else was guy. Yes. I don't, those are the only two people I remember. That's all I remember, too. <laughs> But, like, when we went to Sundance, we saw Mandy, Hereditary. Uh, Olive Garden. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the other, like, midnight section movies. Assassination that... Nation. Oh, yeah, that's right. That did play. Greener Grass. That was this year. But we saw it that year. No. We saw Greener Grass this year. I thought we saw it when we saw Assassination Nation. No. Oh, but it was the same theater, so it reminded me of yeah. that. Yeah. 2018 Sundance, we saw... 
Just keep going with 2018. I uh, That's all I have. Upgrade, also. I was like, that's all you have for 2018? Upgrade was 2018, and that was sick. 2018. Well, I have two other movies, but they're actually 2019. Are they? Us and Little Monsters. Oh, yeah, that is 2019. God damn. I don't remember. 2018, Apostle? Dan Stevens fucking up the Wicker Man style? We got Cam, we got The Night Comes For Us, a.k.a. The Raid 4, we got Climax, the new Gaspar Noe movie, we got Destroyer, which was the uh, Nicole Kidman crime thriller movie, we got In Fabric that I saw, and then you didn't see it until this year, mm. Under the Silver Lake. I didn't see it until last, whenever that was, last week. Yeah. Uh, Lords of Chaos, which was the Mayhem movie. About the singer of Mayhem that kills himself. Oh, and right, then... right. I thought you meant it was like the movie Mayhem, and I was like, what? No, no, not the one with Steven Yen. Uh, well, also 2018, even though it's not really horror, sorry to bother you. That movie Sundance. is so fucking good. That was another movie we hyped up and we really needed people to see because it was so crazy. I re- we saw it also in Hobart as well, I remember. What was that Korean film with Steven in it where he was like... Burning. Sick- yes! When was that? Last year. 2018. Yeah. Yes, so that's what we needed to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I see, I fucked up. My whole top ten list was probably all Korean films. Probably. <laughs> but going back to, like, the things that we saw at Sundance, uh, Summer of 84, Revenge also played, Piercing, which we saw this year, Never Going Back, which was the two kids that robbed the subway trying to get money to go to Florida. It was more of a comedy than a horror. I uh, Did I see that? Yeah, we saw it. We saw it at Century Cinemark. What was it about? They were just like... Like the brother was like selling drugs. And they wanted just money. Because they were like shitty waitress jobs. And they were trying to get money to go on vacation to Florida. Oh, the girls. Yeah. Yes. And then they like robbed the brother's friend's subway. They're stuck in the subway closet talking about how she was shitting her pants in a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. We also got Arizona with... uh, Danny McBride is the psychopath. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's more movies in 2018 than what you said. They're not clicking with me right now. This is how I rem- This is how I got all my information. Horror movies from 2010, <laughs> 2011. <laughs> this is what I I could not remember anything. Well, I don't have lists like that. Well, we also got the Suspiria remake, which we... I'm not a fan. Not a fan. We got A Quiet Place. I said that. That was the first thing oh. I said. Um, Overlord. Overlord was good. I watched Unsane, the Steven Soderbergh movie on like an iPhone 6 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that good. Uh, you said upgrade. The Meg. Oh, yes. The Meg. <laughs> With my man, Jason Statham. I just related because like he was a weird white boy and he got with the Asian single mom. That's us. Fuck? That's our family. Because I'm Jason Statham with my bald head. You wish. But I don't because I'm not a fan. Do you want to? That's not true. I like him, but I don't find him attractive. Do you want to take a ride in my... Please my, stop. ...my Benz? The house that Jack built? Yeah. A very controversial movie, but I still liked it. If you would have chopped the last half hour off, it still would have been fine. Bloodfest. We saw it at the Cleveland Film Festival with Spider-Man's friend. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> and then they came out with Hellfest, which was like the exact same fucking thing. And everybody would be like, 
Oh, well, Bloodfest copied Hellfest. Like, no. Bloodfest came out first. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. 2018 was a pretty decent year. What did we see in Toronto? We saw Halloween. What was the midnight movie that we saw the first night? Oh, Necrotronic. Mm. That's right. We saw Necrotronic. That was also the year we saw Tigers Are Not Afraid. You were never really here. Not really horror, but still a really good movie. You were never really here. You're currently I not was here. Never really. Here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was the year we got Burning, and in the Apocalypse we saw last December. Great movie, sing along with your Christmas kids. Christmas needs joy for living. But I mean, we got other movies like Shoplifters. Speaking of Christmas, Christmas is tomorrow. How fucking weird is that? How weird is it that it is snowed? It's snowed on Halloween, and it's gonna be like fifty. It's tomorrow. sixty. It was 60 degrees today. It was not 60 degrees. Where I was? I guess I'm a I didn't go outside south. today, my bad. I was in my PJs all day. You're still in your PJs. Well, yeah. Why would I go out? I get myself done. I don't go shopping on Christmas Eve. It's shitty. We got, so, we also got, now. We got, we got thoroughbreds. Oh, that was last year? Yeah. Okay. Remember when we saw it and those two old ladies thought it was probably about a horse? Probably. And it was very, like, 2%. I just really want a row machine. It was 2% two, 2 about a horse? <laughs> I don't even think it, more like one percent, maybe like point five percent. Remember they killed, they had to kill the horse. Yeah, and then that was it about the horse. That yeah. was absolutely it. <laughs> A star is born. Um, what? Let the corpses tan. That was a good movie. Yes. Um, I'm just scrolling down the list of my 2018 movies. The Guilty. I didn't see that. Yes, you did. That was the one where the guy was on the phone, and uh, someone called in like a like a hostage situation or something like that. Yeah, promote uh, uh, officer was demoted to desk work as an alarm dispatcher oh, answers the phone yes. call about a panicked that was woman. A foreign movie. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. The guilty that was pretty good. Was good movie. I like the sisters brothers. I remember seeing that at Toronto. Jake Gyllenhaal was not there. Ghost stories. That wasn't as good as it was should have been. No. Um, crazy Rich <laughs> Why are you laughing? That was an, a beautiful Because I bought that movie at Best Buy for five bucks for Donut. Oh, for Christmas? She's yes. getting it? She's going to be so excited. <laughs> She's very into romantic comedies randomly. Just like I'm into drama. That was we also saw Mom and Dad last year, but you know you it, was a, it was a two thousand seventeen release. Mama Mom, Monsters. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh, what Keeps You Alive? The lesbian horror drama. That we saw at Cinepocalypse? Yep. That was pretty good. Yeah. Had the girl from Mc, uh, Superbad who had sex with McLovin in it. She was the oh, weird yeah. lady across the lake. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because like, oh. she, yeah, she wasn't like one of the main characters. No. Uh, the Ranger. We saw at Cinepocalypse. It was, it was okay. Piwacket. I did not like that movie. It tried too hard to be... The movie I think you said you fell asleep to, Puppet Master the Littlest Reich. I did not fall asleep to that. Yo, that movie was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Unfriended Dark Web. It was decent. Did we see that? Yeah. Who's in that? A lot of nobodies. I did not see that. We saw it. It was okay. Veronica and Satan's Slaves. Was Unfriended the one with the agents? 
Yeah. That's not a lot of nobodies. No, no. That was searching. Yeah, that was good. No, but that wasn't... I didn't see Unfriended. Yes, we did. Oh, that was when they're on like the six-way FaceTime. Yeah. Okay. And they're all like playing a game. Yes. Boogeyman Pop that played at Cinepocalypse. Can I just say... And has not been heard of since. The fucking kid that did that movie is a douche. You'll never hear this, but you're a fucking douche. He also did that trans movie. He's a douchebag. He did the trans vampire movie. That movie sounds good and looks good. I don't even know where the, when it's going to be. But he's a fucking douchebag. Madeline's Madeline? That's a drama. I think it played the midnight section of it's Sundance. It's still a drama. Oh. Uh, Lose? I, I saw that. I didn't care for it. The Devil's Doorway? <laughs> we saw that. It's an apocalypse. And I'm surprised you didn't talk about this, but one of the worst movies we've probably ever seen at a film festival. What? We It was at Cinepocalypse. Malicious. Oh, fuck. Okay, so Grubby <laughs> said we that we had to do some bad reviews, and so I was like, fine. And so we reviewed this on our page. On our Instagram. This is the worst motherfucking movie I've ever seen. Like... <laughs> All it was was every cliche that you could possibly find put into a movie with jump scares. What was it even about? It was so fu- I don't fucking know. It was like a, uh, a cursed box A dead thing. kid? Dude, I don't know. I thought it was a dead kid. No, it was like a cursed box thing. I don't know. And they put it on their mantelpiece and it was like a gift. Yeah, fuck that movie. We don't need to talk about it, so don't go back and be looking for stuff about it. I already it. found it. It's at a 1.9. Yeah, exactly. A young college professor professor and his pregnant wife unwittingly release a malevolent entity with murderous intentions. Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> Fuck. So is that all of 2018? That's all of 2018. So there's so many movies we saw in 2019. Ah. <laughs> like, I... I pushed a button. I had... Put down all that I could remember, which obviously wasn't a lot because I had you read off. Yeah, I read off like now my paper's like a mess. But you wanted to start out with our top ten before we go into it, correct? After an hour and eleven minutes and forty six seconds, we're finally gonna get into the best of two thousand and nineteen. So this time, I think you should start. Oh, men first, like always. Yeah, fuck. Hold on while I pull out my paper. All right, you're not going first. My number ah! 10. My number 10 is Daniel Isn't Real. Oh. I think I erased. Oh, nope. Daniel Isn't Real? Yeah, which we saw at Fantastic Fan- Fest. Fantasia Fest. Psychological thriller we've been talking about coming out I see soon. see your top 10. Hide it, hide it, hide it. Well, stop fucking looking at it. God, <laughs> what are you, a child? I can't read upside down. My number 10. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you done explaining Daniel wasn't real? No, but it's fine. Go on. The Imaginary Friend movie. Yeah, but did it ever come out? We were supposed to do an episode. It came of... out December 6th. You didn't want to... Rewatch it, yeah. I we were going to do it as well on the Black Christmas episode, and I don't think we just ever did it. But so... Daniel isn't real is out there. You should watch it. It may end up on my list somewhere. Foreshadowing. Wink, 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 wink. But my number 10 Could is... be my number 9. Stop it. Well, fold your paper so I don't look at it. So the element of surprise is... My bad. Just don't fucking look at it. God damn. Mine is The Lodge. Okay, that is on my list somewhere. Ooh. 
The Lodge, directed by the same directors as Goodnight Mommy. They made up for it with The Lodge, starring Riley Keough and Alicia Silverstone. This is directed by Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala. And Jaden Martell. Jaden Martell plays a little piece of shit kid in it, sort of. The whole movie is all the kids' fault. Not his fault, both the kids. I kind of want to say something about Alicia Silverstone, but I'll let you guys see it. When it comes out February seventh, that was of a 2020. Oh man, it it was. I was like, holy shit! It startled the entire audience. Yeah. We saw that at Sundance in 2019. We wrote a review about it. Go look at our reviews. If not, you're not our friend. So can I say where that is on my list? Uh no. Fine. <laughs> my number nine is Little Monsters. Is that low? Yeah. Hmm. I'm a little surprised. I absolutely adore that movie. It is a great movie, and it's a great horror comedy. But since it's a comedy, I take it a little less seriously. Mm. So it's number nine. Damn. Well, that one's directed by Abe Forseth, who's going to be doing the new RoboCop. We've talked about it a lot. And it's one of them heartfelt movies. We watched it on Thanksgiving. Yes, we did. It's on Hulu. You should watch it if you want a nice little giggle from Teddy McGiggles. Who hates children secretly? My number nine, Saint Maud. Okay, that was my honorable mention. Uh, Not in my list. Saint Maud is the new A twenty four movie, which we also posted the trailer for this week. It's the directorial debut of Rose Glass. It's a psychological thriller slash paranormal movie. Uh, I'm unsure of whether that was. It's A24. It doesn't matter. You're going to give them your money. I'm going to buy... Great, great movie. You should give me your your A24 money as well so I can buy one of their t-shirts. Because uh. they're 30 bucks. So my number nine was St. Maude. What is your number eight? My number eight is Sweetheart. Oh. Which will be on Netflix tomorrow. A beautiful movie just about a black woman surviving a fucking sea monster, which is not CGI and an actual suit. Are you sure it's not just surviving a sea monster? What do you mean? Oh, and also her terrible white boyfriend. (laughs) Played by (laughs) Emery Cohen. Dude is a douche. It's called Sweetheart because he calls her Sweetheart, you know, and that disgusting, like... Just wait till tomorrow, watch it, you know, if you want to get away from your family on Christmas Day, just watch Sweetheart. You know, just put your headphones on, put it on your iPad or whatever. Just watch it. We saw this at Sundance 2019 as well. Did we write a review for it? Yes. I think we did. You know, it stars Kiersey Clemens. Uh, when my buddy Justin saw it at Fantastic Fest, he said J.D. Dillard was passing out shots. He's sick. <laughs> he is a babe. He also did the movie Slate, but we didn't see that. But I, it yeah. was it was pretty funny when he was telling me that J.D. Dillard was hammered. And just passing out drinks to everybody. Because he sat right next to him. So what's your number eight? My number eight is The Nightingale. Okay, that is also on my list. Why are you giving it away? Oh, I'm sorry. You were doing it last time. When I was giving my ten, you were like, that's on my list somewhere else. So now I'm doing it. But this is Jennifer Kent's new movie. It's available on Hulu. It's brutal. It's Australian. It's insanely fucking brutal. Oh, we talked man. about it. We did an episode on it. it. It's it's brutal. But it's incredibly accurate and incredibly important Fuck piece, them kids. and that's why it's higher up on my list. Yes. Um, it's also just a- good. Aisling Franciosi was good, and the 
Tasmanian man. Yes, he was excellent. Isn't he like a theater person? Or yes, something? that's why he wasn't there. I think. Yeah, I think he was doing a show on in theater or something. But it's Jennifer Kent's new movie. If you didn't like the Babadook, this is totally a different uh, atmospheric movie. Yeah, both, both it kids, is so different. both ki- both kids are really annoying. The the kid in this is not <laughs> annoying. Oh my goodness. Number seven, us. Oh, that's in my honorable mentions. Okay. I thought it was I liked important. it. I thought it was an important piece of work. I mean, I liked it, but it's a movie that I wanted to revisit, and I never got around to it. Obviously, Jordan Peele is going to be a heavy hitter within the next, like in 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 ten years. Like, it's just going to be great movie after great movie after great movie after Get Out. Like, Get Out was great, but I didn't like it as much as like a lot of people did. What Get Out? Yeah, but it was also kind of a takeoff for some people uh, that started it. Daniel Kaluuya. Or however you say his name. And then it had Lakeith Stanfeld in it. But we also reviewed that earlier in the year. So, us. Number seven for you. My number six. Whoa, I didn't even get to do my number seven. Oh, shit, my bad. What's your number seven? You are jumping the gun. Mine is ready or not. Oh, that is not on my list. Wow, and you call yourself a feminist. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Samara Weaving in this movie was just so fucking badass. I did really love this movie. I did. And if it's we would have and if we would have stayed an extra two days in Montreal at Fantasia Fest, we would have gotten to see the world premiere. But instead we made a nice double feature out of it with the Peanut Butter Falcon. Wow. An amazing film. If you like drama, if you like non horror movies, watch it. Ready or not, my number seven. And those guys are reportedly making a new film, a horror comedy. My two of my honorable mentions are the Samara Weaving films. We'll get to that. We'll take my look. number six, which is probably higher on your list, is The Lighthouse. Oh, it's your number six, also. No. <laughs> oh, it's not. No. Okay. Why are you making that face then? It's not making... higher up on your list. Because <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where it is. Okay. Or what it is. It's Maybe your it's your number an honorable one. Mention. Clearly, you're laughing. No. All right. My number six is Wait, Deer Skin. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me, hold up. Deerskin, really? I thought you didn't like that much. No, I loved it. Oh, the one with the coat. Yeah. Okay. You didn't tell me you loved it that much. I did. You you explained it to me, but you didn't say you loved it. It was so wild and out there. It's the same guy that did rubber. You know what's wild and out there right now? Your eyeballs. Stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, what did you want to tell me about the lighthouse? Nothing. That's my number six. Why'd you kill a seabird? Bad luck to kill a seabird. Yes. Yes. My number five. Are you ready? This is where I place the lodge. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you put it up that high. I don't know. I think I was kind of thinking it would be an honorable mention for you, though. No, the atmosphere was very much effective. Oh. That frostbite on her face. Kind of reminded me of The Shining. This movie did remind me a lot about The Shining. I guess. But not, not me. I think the bad thing about this movie, like, Neon does put out great movies, but, like, why are you waiting a year after its initial initial reaction from, you know, film festivals to release this? What's your number five? But Neon's just going to fuck everybody up with, like, Portrait of a Lady on Fire and Parasite and... What's your number five? My number five is Little Monsters. Okay. I just had so and much And My fun. Little Four is the Nightingale. Oh. See, so we just had those swapped around some. Okay. I, I really like Little Monsters. 
Lupita Nyong'o was great. I liked her more in this than I did in Us. Yeah, but that acting in Us was pretty incredible. I mean, she's just a great actress. That's why she won an Academy Award. Yes. But not for these movies. What's your number four? My number four is Eat Shit, Eat Shit, Definitely Eat Shit, Knives Out. Okay, so I put Knives Out in honorable mentions. Wow. Yeah. Did you not... Like, I absolutely adore that movie, but there are three other movies that I think you might be better. a little surprised what I have coming. Okay. So what's your number four? The Nightingale. Oh, um, I thought it was number five. No, no, number, number five, five was, was the lodge. lodge. Okay. So what's your number three? My number three is Parasite. Yeah. I'm wondering <laughs> what your number one is now. <laughs> What Korean movies came out this year? What other Korean movies came out this year? Okay, so my top three are kind of all ties. Here we go. (laughs) Okay, okay. My number three... Is probably my number two. To the fuck box. Oh, that is not on my list anywhere. High Life. That's not in my list anywhere. I went science fiction. Robert Pattinson goes to the fuck box. Dude, so can I just explain one scene in this movie that is just would never fucking happen? The dog scene? No. Oh. This woman, the doctor lady, <laughs> rapes Robert Pattinson while oh, he's sleeping, yeah, yeah. S- pushes the semen out into her hand, the semen would be dead. carries it across the hallway, and reinserts it into some woman who has a baby. That would never happen. Now... The science part of it would be once the semen hits the air, all the little sperm are half, dead. Most of it would die in the vagina. Okay. In her vagina. So, what was your number three? Parasite. Okay. Mine was Life, life House. Life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> no. I'm hanging by a moment here with you. All right. What is your number two? <laughs> Do I have to cancel this podcast if I don't like it? Oh, you like it. I think it's your number one. Okay. A Good Woman is Hard to Find. No. Oh. It's an honorable mention. Wow. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. I thought you said that was going to be in your top three. I was going to put it at number ten. Okay. Okay. But Deerskin slid its way all the way up to number six. You're going to shit at my number one, I think. I think I have to shit right now from the Chinese Okay, but what's your number two? What's your number two? My number two is the... My number one? No. Maybe. Is it a comedy? No. Okay. It's bad luck to kill a seabird. Okay, okay. The okay. Lighthouse. Robert Eggers' masterpiece. This is exciting. This is a... We saw this at Toronto Film Festival. I paid too much for these tickets, I'm sure. But we just had to fucking see it. And I've seen it twice now. What is your <laughs> number one... Guess. Oh, I think I know what it is. It's extraordinary. Yeah! <laughs> I knew it! I didn't think it would be that high, though. I figured it'd be, like, the bottom five. <laughs> I told you, though, I'm really bad at putting things in order. So, I mean, it's a little off. But those three movies, all of those movies, I don't know. Yes. But it, can I say? See, the thing about making top tens, it's like you don't want to exclude a lot of movies. But that's what we're here for. We're here to tell you about all the... For the record, Can Extraordinary I... is coming out in March, mid-March, to the U.S. It's so good. We accidentally spoiled it in like our first episode because our, our first episode, we just went crazy. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to the, that episode. Just go in blind. 
<laughs> yeah, if you haven't listened to our first episode, don't. And go see Extraordinary. Re- it was actually really shitty quality, too. But I'm sure all of ours are, because I can't afford good sound equipment. So, can I tell you my four honorable mentions wow, before you even... give your number one? No. Yeah. Because my honorable mentions was St. Maude, okay. Knives Out, Guns Akimbo. Samara Weaving was so hot in that movie. She was a fucking trash goblin. <laughs> trash goblin. Okay, and Villains. I did like Villains a lot. Villains is really, really good. It didn't make my list, but it has Bill Skarsgård. And yeah, we talked about that in multiple episodes. So what is your number one? It's obvious. Parasite. Yep. There it is. There it is. I love Parasite. But 2019, we saw so many fucking movies. I saw almost 120 genre films. Yeah. I can't even... Yeah. Shall we do it? Uh, Ready or Not is on here, which was on your list pretty high up, which I did love that movie, but I don't know. But my honorable mentions was like Extraordinary, A Good Woman is Hard to Find. Because these were movies I wanted to talk about and say, like, these are great movies. Everybody should watch them. A Good Woman is Hard to Find is going to be out, I believe, January 20th or something like that. And everybody should watch it. It's It's got Sarah Bolger, who is in Emily. Was that the, the yeah. babysitter movie? Yes. But she's great in this. In, in, in a, a Good Woman is Hard to Find. I think not today, but maybe Thursday or Friday or something, we could just post the list of what our top. 10 are for the people. Which, mm, FYI, my order might be have different than then. <laughs> I mean, if I had to put a movie at number one that's not Parasite, Uncut Gems. <laughs> but also, I'd like to add Come to Daddy, the new Elijah Wood movie that's going to be out in February. One uh, BR, the movie we saw at Fantasia Fest. Yeah, I picked it out. I picked out all the movies, and it was good. Freaks? We can fight. Okay. Freaks was not that good. I liked Freaks. I, I thought it was the solid. man. Oh, yeah. Bruce Dern. <laughs> Midsummer. And then, yeah, like, I, I think a lot of people are going to, like, look at our list and be like, well, how did Midsummer not make it? It was good, but I just didn't feel like it was top ten worthy. It's not like Hereditary. Like, Hereditary... Hereditary is so fucking good. Hereditary is way better than Midsummer. And Midsummer is really good, and it did some really unique things, but I just... My favorite part about Midsummer was that they mentioned Lyme disease. Oh, that one really annoying kid. I forget his name. But... We got a Child's Play remake this year. It was not good. <laughs> we got a We pet got Zombieland 2... We got a Pet Cemetery remake. Which was absolute fucking garbage. I don't know how some of you liked that. It was like, so bad. Like, if we start from the top of the year, from the very first, like, genre horror film that we watched, Escape Room. Yes. It was not good. With the vampire girl from True Blood. <laughs> that I also get confused, I think, with people. But unfortunately, we're going to get another Escape Room. But it has the kid I like from Scout's Guide. Logan Miller. Yeah. But 2020, I'm thinking, like, August, we're getting Escape Room 2. Because off a nine million dollar budget, they made like a hundred and something million off that month off that movie. And then obviously we went to Sundance again. That's where we saw I Am Mother, which is on available on Netflix. We got The Nightingale. We got 
the lodge. We got. I really wanted to put this on the list. Greener grass. Yeah, greener grass would have been great to put on the list. You should watch Greener Grass if you want to watch a fucked up suburbia movie with a hint of serial killer. Barely a hint. Yeah, like a smidge. I think um, a lot of people are not going to like that movie. To each their own. I'm just saying. To I love that their movie. Own. And it is wild as fuck. But. If you want to get a taste of it, the short is out there on Vimeo. Uh, pardon me. Ew. I am sorry. It's the Chinese that we had. Uh, the Death of Dick Long, which everybody should watch, especially if you love Nickelback. I really <laughs> want to do an episode solely on The Death of Dick Long. It's funny. Velvet Buzzsaw was like one of those very disappointing movies because, you know, we love Nightcrawler so much. Velvet and Buzz Velvet Buzzsaw comes around. You see his butt, and I got horned up for it. Ew, you did not. <laughs> Don't say horned up. <laughs> Got horned up on the Lord's Day for it. But also at Sundance, you know, we saw Little Monsters. We saw Sweetheart. We watched One Cut of the Dead this year as well, earlier in the year. I think that's when it accidentally got ripped onto Amazon, and we watched the ripped version. That's a fun movie. Yes. We also watched the disappointing Happy Death Day to You sequel. It was like not... Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't know. We also watched another movie where the kid was very fucking annoying. The Hole in the Ground. This motherfucker, dude, <laughs> ate spaghetti like, man, I would kill. I would child. kill. <laughs> <laughs> then us. And then something else that I wanted to put in, probably in my honorable mentions, was Dragged Across Concrete. You know, so long. He did Bone Tomahawk. He did Brawl and Cell Block 99. How did we not talk about Brawl and Cell oh, Block yeah, 99? Oh, yeah, what the hell? 2017, Vince Vaughn just beats the shit out of everybody. And then, Dragged Across Concrete, Vince Vaughn just beats the shit out of everybody again. I'm trying to think what else that we... I mean, we got the Pet Cemetery remake that was fucking trash. We took Donut to see Crawl. That was her first rated R movie. High Life, which made it into my number three slot. The Curse of La Llorona. Man. <laughs> Rinsing. Ma. Oh. Wait, Ma. Don't make me drink alone. Don't, Don't make, make me, me drink, drink alone. alone. <gasps> what a great movie. Uh, I watched The Body of Brighton Rock, which was very disappointing. The Rabid Remake. Uh, I mean, it was whatever. Um, then we watched Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil. I barely watched and it. Vile, that movie was so bad. And, and I knew vile. it would be bad. And it fuck was, that movie. It was, it was very vile. It was not good. Zac Efron did okay. But other than that, like that movie was just all over the place. It was just not good. I think mostly people are disappointed because they thought it was going to be him killing people. And that's not why I was disappointed. It, it was, was just like, bad. It was kind of like how they did My Friend is Dahmer. They literally showed no killing. Which is fine. Yeah. But it wasn't good. No. And they didn't... Yeah, no. We also watched The Perfection. The celloist movie. Mackenzie Davis? No. God damn it! Allison Williams. Whatever. Same person. You're about Literally to be canceled off this podcast. It's the same person. It is not... Would you put the art of self-defense in this? It's No. It's... Absolutely the fuck not. Okay, well, off topic, the art of self-defense, 
you punch with your feet and kick with your fist. Great movie. Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots. John Wick 3. So sick. I don't even know why I didn't put it in my top ten. <laughs> I don't know, because it's not like a horror film, but it's a genre film. and. Well, yeah, we talked right. about the let me put, and all that. Let me put John Wick at 1B. 1B? 1B. My goodness. I love John Wick. We saw it in Dolby, and that was sick. I wanted to feel like I was getting shot by John Wick. Well, that's <laughs> fucked up. I, you, I thought you just really liked it because Boban was in it. Oh, and Boban gets... Well, they kill Boban. So. Boban Marjanovic is one of the greatest basketball players in the world. I would love to meet him. Please listen to this, Boban. Please listen to this, Boban. He gets killed <laughs> with a book, though. That's fucked up. It was cool. See, I would like to be killed by a book. We saw some really good movies in Toronto. Wow, you're skipping that far ahead? I I look at my list. Look at it. Can you even read it? I don't no, think can. I can't read anything. But we saw Brightburn, which was not good. We didn't I like just it. liked the part where that guy's jaw or something something really gruesome happened. I, in the I read in, like there was an article of... That was it. Fuck that kid. Of, he was so uh, like top ten of the goriest things of the year. and The jaw part was in one of it. We saw Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla was not good. Well, the donut fell asleep. In Dolby. Yeah. How do you fall asleep? Dolby. <laughs> Remember the person trying to take a phone call during it? Yes, a long one too. I'm and like, it was just funny because I was like, how are you even going to hear it? I am mother. That We saw that at Sundance. I said that earlier, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Greta. Okay, we're going to talk about one of the worst movies that we've seen this year. Like, you want to talk about Wounds being one of the worst. I saw Glenn Danzig's Veronica. Okay, well, we didn't see that. I did. Yeah, you said you want to talk about one of the worst movies we've seen? Well, I saw Glenn Danzig's movie, Veronica, at Cinepocalypse. It was the opening night fest, film of the fest. And he made us wait 45 minutes before putting the movie on. And it was literally just like six minutes of a close-up of some girl bathing in blood. <laughs> titties out. You just not like that? It was so fucking dumb. But like, it's going to become one of those cult classic movies, kind of like how The Room is. Kind of like how Cats is about to be. Yeah, that's what I heard about Cats. Um, We gotta talk about this movie. Diamantino. We did talk about it. We did. In, in, in an episode somewhere. But that movie was crazy. I don't really even know if it's a genre fit, like movie. It's it, just so weird. It played the midnight section of the Toronto Film Fest Because in how could you put it in a regular section? Because there was like fantasy aspect to it. And there was like this sci-fi techie part. Because, you know, he's getting cloned. And there was like big fluffy dogs on a soccer field, and it it was just great. I loved it. There's no explaining it. It's fucking weird. Watch it, D Diamantino. We saw Darlin. Oh, the the sequel to the woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like you know, when you talked about villains, we saw this at Cinepocalypse. Now we're getting in the Cinepocalypse part. Oh, so we're in the middle of the year. Villains, mope. Yes, we talked about that. We talked a little, a little bit. bit about Mope. Um, what did you say, Darlin? I forgot about Darlin. Kindred Spirits, which is the... Uh... The weirdest 90s Hallmark. And it was on Hallmark. That's what I'm saying. No, it was on... Uh... The Hallmark app. I thought I thought it was on Lifetime. Oh, my bad. Lifetime, yeah. Same thing. That's what I was meaning. <laughs> uh, we saw Joe Bigos' first movie of the year, Bliss, as well. With the cool painting. Yep. Um, Attack of the Demons. Which was the paper cut this movie. This was a sick paper cut movie. It was like South Park, but like good. 
about zombies. It took a lot. I was excited about that. That was cool. We say, don't get to see stuff like that. Yeah. I, he had some other movie, too, but it was all, like, samurais and stuff beforehand. We got the stupid-ass scary stories to tell in the dark. You I'm ju- sorry, you but it was not You jumped the gun good. on Satanic Panic? We saw Satanic Panic. A.K.A. Panic. Girl on the Third Floor. Why are those next to each other? What? Sorry. Satanic Panic. Satanic yep. Panic, A.K.A. Panic. They were married the in the version. movie. <laughs> they were married in real life and in the movie. Who, Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell? Yeah. Is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah. Jerry O'Connell was such a creep in that movie. <laughs> he looks like he'd be a creep in real life. Sorry. <laughs> what is this? It's a spinny thing on my laptop. <laughs> what is that? Why don't you fucking change that? I don't know how to change that. Oh my God. But we also watched Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah, why did we watch that? We've seen none of the Annabelle movies. We've seen The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2 and that's it. And we saw Annabelle Comes Home in Dolby. Did we? Yeah. Are you sure? Weird. It was so bad. But then after that, we saw the child's play. The little girl in Annabelle Comes Home is the little girl that is in the Ghostbuster. Oh, no. We saw Child's Play remake beforehand. Then, you know, Midsummer. Then we saw Crawl. And we took Donut to see her first rated R movie, Crawl. Good, good. Good creature feature. And then we're getting into, like, the Fantasia movies that we, we saw. We saw The Dead Don't Die, and that was a disappointment. Yes, it was. Like That should su- have been good, and it was not that good. With such an all-star cast, I don't know. It, uh, like, Jim Jarmusch, like, his movies are great. But, like, The Dead Don't Die was not... I did not care for it. I did not like it. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Then we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Didn't really know how to classify this movie. Long. Great, though. Flamethrower. <laughs> and then, you know, we saw... Because we were on vacation, we came back from Fantasia. Extraordinary and Daniel isn't real. Probably two of the most underrated movies of the year. They were on my top ten. Yeah. There Not you go. Not underrated. Underrated in real critics' aspect. Not us. Extraordinary got good remarks. I know. I look forward to watching it many, many times. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. That was not good. It was so bad. But it was for kids. No, it was still bad. I read that shit as a kid. <laughs> 47 Meters Down Uncaged? Yeah. We just watched that because Donut saw the first one. The first one was alright. There's nothing to shake your dick at. Excuse me? What? <laughs> And then we saw Parasite on a screener. One of the best movies of the year. Should be winning lots of awards. And then we get in the the Toronto Film Fest territory. We started with Sea Fever. How did we not mention Sea Fever? We did mention it in in an episode, and it was so good. It was like the... Nautical. It was like the thing meets a seaside noir. It was good. And then we got... The platform was good. Did you rewatch that at Fantastic? I did. Did you like it? I did like it more. And I wanted to thank... I can't remember his name, but someone bought my fried pickles for me. <laughs> so, because uh, me and Justin were sitting there and, you know, guy was like looking for a seat and then I'm getting ready to order and he goes, oh, the guy over there is paying for it. And I was like, really? <laughs> I want some fried pickles. <laughs> and I got fried pickles. So thank you. I forgot your name, but 
Thanks for the fried pickles. We got Synchronic. We got... Color Out of Space. Color, yep. Nicolas Cage sang and dance at the Color Q&A Out of Space with a special hat. Color Out of Space will be out January 24th, 2020. It's playing at the Music Box. Guess where we're going? The Music Box. Oh, yeah. And we're going to do a full episode on that. That was my stomach. This mm-hmm. Chinese is not agreeing with me. But then also we got into some of our top tens. Like we saw St. Maud. Guns Akimbo. Gun, yep, Guns Akimbo. Um, Uncut Gems. Greatest movie of all time. Not of all time. <laughs> we the also vigil. saw The Vigil. Which... Should have been better. I don't know why... I don't know. We talked about it. I mean... Well, The Vigil just got picked up by Blumhouse. We remade it too. And it looks like a blumhouse movie. Oh, that is very true. And also, that was Keith Thomas's director of debut, but also in news, he's also doing the Firestarter remake yes. through Blumhouse. I'm upset about it. I like Firestarter. It was 1984. Lil Drew Barrymore. <laughs> so moving on into my fantastic area, After Midnight, which we just posted the trailer about it a couple days ago. Uh, VFW, we also posted the new Joe Bigos movie. What have we watched recently? Anything that was good? We watched... I just threw my list because I thought I was done looking at it. Uh, <laughs> um, go get it. We just watched something. No, you would know better than I. Joker. I thought there was some stuff that we watched. Oh, we watched um, Little Joe. Yeah, Little Joe was... We talked about it, I think. Yeah, we talked about Little Joe, Black Christmas, and how bad that was. It wasn't that bad. Yes, it was. We did a whole episode about it. I know, but it was so bad. Dr. Sleep. On a different note, Donut watched Black Christmas, the original, for the first time and really loved it. (laughs) Not something you should let a 10-year-old watch, but we say, fuck it. Why? It's not like, oh, because it says... (laughs) There's a lot of swearing. Well... I don't find swearing in front of your child bad. How did you not mention First Love? The Takashi Miike movie. I think I was very tired when we watched it. Oh. Uh, We also saw Girl on the Third Floor. The CM Punk movie. Yeah. It was decent. Um, The Golden Glove. The serial killer of... house that Jack built. Uh, um, uh, uh, What's that word? What? Um. What? <laughs> the Golden Glove. Yeah, I know. It's. What did you say about the house that Jack built? It's the most disturbing movies. No. Like people, it, it was controversial. Like, yeah. Oh, the Golden Glove being controversial. Yeah. Mm. It was. Why do you keep going? Mm. Mm. It was so nasty. I felt like I could smell it. Oh, yeah, because he would bring the dead bodies. They in. did good at that. No, yes. but he smelled also. His house smelled also. Yes. Like, and I felt like I could smell it. Uh, the director of the Golden Glove was supposed to do the Firestarter remake. Oh, that yeah. would have been interesting. Probably better. <laughs> but he also did In the Fade, which is a great foreign thriller. I like that movie. Um, some of the movies that I didn't really get, like, we didn't really get to talk about that I saw at Fantastic Fest that were, like, kind of, like, honorable mentions that need to be mentioned because I, I just find that these were good. Swallow. 
the girl that developed pica. What are you busting over Sorry, there? Sorry, my your, back scratcher. Your butt scratcher? It's a back. It's an anus scratcher? Uh, the True Adventures of Wolf Boy, which has Jaden Martell in it and Chloe Savani. It's basically just one of those movies where the kid, like, he has the Wolfman disease and um, John Turturro tries to take the kid and, like, be a part of the circus, but... This movie's just about, like, being yourself. Did it look good? Yeah. Like, did he look good yeah. with that disease? They made good. it look good? Yeah. Because there's only a few people that have that yeah. in real life. And they're not white. <laughs> like, his hair was blonde all over his body? No, no. They, they changed his hair for it. Oh. Yeah. Um, Dogs Don't Wear Pants. A BDNSM movie. BDNSM? BDSM. <laughs> Sorry. Um... We also got Butt Boy, the butt noir movie, where the dude got fascinated with shoving things up his butt, which included a TV remote, a dog, a baby. A dog? A real human baby? Yes. Shut up. Yeah. Butt Boy. Hopefully, one day, Butt Boy will be out in theaters. <laughs> never. It's never going to happen. Um, Worm, W-Y-R-M. If you want to know anything about this movie, watch the short film. It's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, Vivarium, which I stars... I hate Napoleon Dynamite. But it's not... It's like kind of like that aspect. Like the dorky kid trying to make friends. I hated Napoleon Dynamite too, but that's what it reminded me of. Vivarium, which has Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots. And then Scream Queen... My Nightmare on Elm Street, one of the best documentaries of the year that I feel like about the gay aspect of Nightmare on Elm Street 2. That was pretty much 20, 2019 in a nutshell. A small shell. Lots of genre films, lots of good stuff. So hopefully everything we talked about in 2019, hopefully you've seen some of it. Hopefully when it comes out, most of them, it sounds like most of them are coming out in like February. A lot of stuff is coming out on Valentine's Day, like a lot. Well... If you're like us, you're just going to chill at home and watch all these movies. Maybe make a little sweet love. And... Ew. <laughs> 2019 was a great year for genre. I'm surprised Knives Out didn't make it in your top ten, though. Well, I forgot about it until the end, and then I was like, should I put it in here? I'm just going to make it an honorable mention. But, I mean, even though like we explained pretty much everything we've seen in 2019... Still check them out. Like, our opinion is only just our opinion. Everybody's got one. Do you agree? What's that just... saying about opinions? Everyone's Everyone, got one, every... but... <laughs> it's like opinions are like assholes. assholes. Everybody's got one. Some are just shittier than others. I don't know. I have no idea. 2020 sounds like it's going to be a good year already. What are you looking forward to? We already talked about what we are looking forward to, I think. Because I said, I don't know what's coming out, what's coming out. The... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Uh, the Grudge. The Grudge <laughs> remake. Not remake. I'm looking uh, forward to... Fantasy Island. No, um, the, uh... Fuck, what was it? The Invisible Man. The Invisible Man. Yes. Promising Young Woman. Yeah, looking okay, for... that's probably what I'm most excited about. Yes. I hope she kills every man on the world. That will be out in April. It is premiering at Sundance. 
Why are you squinting at me? I'm not. <laughs> Looks like you're giving me the evil eye. I can't. I'm getting. I'm getting. My body's ready to go to bed. Your body. And what time is it? Like nine thirty. I don't know, but you're I old. Yo, I have to get up at like three a.m. Yo, we're both work. off tomorrow. That's why we're doing this three-hour-long episode. We a three-hour tour. We still, <laughs> we still got an hour and ten minutes to go. What? Yeah, we're what at one fifty right now. What do you mean? <laughs> but 2020 looks great we're gonna have an episode pretty much every single week we're even gonna get we're gonna give you an uncut gems episode but also this weekend we plan on throwing in like some oscar movies like a hidden life 1917 cats <laughs> do you want to see cats i do just I'm to interested. see how bad it is little woman Oh, yeah. Do you want to see the music box playing at 35 We're supposed to see it tomorrow. Oh. Right? I thought we were seeing Spies in Disguise. No, Little Women. Oh, I'm sorry. Because it's a Christmas movie. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Well, we got Uncut Gems this coming weekend, The Grudge, and then we'll just fill in the blanks between then. We're going to do a list of the... Of our favorite animals and we're, our most annoying children. We're going to have like an Oscar episode because Where the Oscars. Yeah, the Oscar is like, I think the first or second week of February. So we'll have all that. We'll have Sundance coverage. We'll have a lot of good stuff. You look really tired. I am. <laughs> and I got up early today so we could hammer this episode out. What is early to you? I got Five? up at 5.30. I'd already been working for like two hours. What time did you get done? Mm, I don't remember. Uh, well, I didn't get done till 2.45. You probably napped. I did not nap. I had four deliveries today and I had to fucking truck through it because I was like, we got to record this episode. We got to tell everybody about these movies. I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been listening to us for the past few months. Sorry if we sound like shit, but our movie reviews are great. <laughs> how many how many other podcasts are out there that give you this kind of content? I don't know. Not very many. Because we do the film circuit. We dig deep into the vaults of news to give it to you. That is true. I do feel feel like a lot of genre podcasts just talk about old movies. Yeah, and like we... New movies too, but not movies that are upcoming that you want to hear about. Yes, like the new St. Maude movie, which, you know, trailers we posted. VFW, After Midnight. I feel like there was another trailer we posted, but it's not coming to me. <laughs> January's going to be come great. Come to Daddy. Oh yeah, Come to Daddy. That was an honorable mention. Thank you. 2019 was great. 2020, hopefully even better. We're going to get a... Cronenberg kid movie out of this. We're gonna get uh, Josephine Decker who did Madeline's Madeline. She's got a new movie. Promising Young Woman's gonna be great. And then it's just gonna keep coming. I can't wait. You have zero input. I'm just listening to you repeat yourself over and over again. I'm sorry. I love to repeat myself. I love to hear myself talk about movies. Movies are my passion. If I could quit my job right now and just review movies, I may not be the best writer. I send all my writings to Stacy, and she says, "You're an idiot. You've made I so many runs on sentences." 
I try to write, I'm not the smartest, I wish I could go back to college, but Bernie Sanders needs to be president so I can go back for free. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have anything to add? Um, I hope you all have a happy Hanukkah. I hope you have a Merry Chrysler. A Merry Chrysler. <laughs> a happy Krimbus. A good New Year. That's it? That's it. Well, this was our decade episode, our top of 2019. Thank you for listening. For being a friend. Bum, 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 bum. But before we Travel go, down the road and back again. Where did you get this energy from? I really love the Golden Girls. You are old. But you can find us on social media because we're going to keep posting shit and just progressing this thing more and more and more. Maybe we'll make a Patreon and you can buy me a microphone that actually sounds good. And I told you I would buy one for you for Christmas and you said no. But I'm trying to... Get that sweatsuit to fucking... I told you my parents would buy you one for Christmas and you said no. I want a sweatsuit so I can go see I Uncut Gems sweatsuit. in it. <laughs> but you can find us on social media. Instagram at Final Cut Film Reviews. And on Twitter at Final Cut Right. Obviously, if you're listening to us, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. That's Midwest Stacy. No, I am not. <laughs> Stop giving out my personal information. How's that personal? My social security number is one four. You don't even know your own social security number. I remember you telling me one day. This I don't is know. False. Oh, this is when you lost your phone at the Philadelphia airport. No. And you were like, I don't know my social security number. I'm like, how do you not know that? Mm-mm. These are all lies. And she's also lost her wallet at Sundance 2018. No. In a car. Stop lying. I'm not lying. Okay, I did lose it in the Uber, and the Uber driver was my hero, and I gave him a hug. And he ended up seeing us at Mandy. Yes. Goodbye. Very nice man. But until next week, well, not even really next week, we're going to be doing this on Sunday. Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler's Oscar-worthy movie. Merry Crimbus. Happy Chrysler. <laughs>
Chevet, je suis 6 6 6 oh. 